Welcome to It's a Beautiful Influence, a podcast about creating you online. I'm Allison. And I'm Krista. And today we are talking about how to make your brand authentic. So Allison, I have a story for you. Let's hear a story. Yeah. <laughs> Love a good story. <laughs> so imagine this. You are at a party and okay. somebody new walks in and okay. you think, I know this person. Wow. Oh my goodness. I follow them on Instagram and they are a huge influencer and I watch their stories every day and I love their content. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to meet them. I'm stoked. Yes, you're so excited. And you get up the guts and you go over and you introduce yourself and tell them how much you love their content and that you watch all their stuff. Mm -hmm. And you start talking and you have a little bit of a conversation and then you know that person gets pulled away and they walk away and you're like, that person was nothing like they are on Instagram. Oh, right? I don't even feel like I know this person. I thought I knew this person from watching their stories every day. Mm -hmm. And now that I've met them in real life, it does not the same. Right. So we don't want that to happen to you. (laughs) Yes. I feel like I've had that happen a few times at least. How about you? Oh, totally. Totally. It's where they're a certain way on social media. And then when you see them in person, you're kind of like thrown off because you're like, oh, well, this this is how you came off. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm talking to you, I'm not getting that same vibe or whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, I think the biggest compliment that any influencer online or anybody who's building a personal brand online can get is to meet somebody in real life for the first time and to say, have that person say, wow, you're just like you are online. Yes. Right? I love that. I've heard that before and I was like, thank you. That was the goal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, thanks. That's what I was going for. <laughs> so in today's episode, we really want to help you, our fabulous listener, make sure that you can make your brand authentic. And that seems like it should be so simple, right? Like, we'll just just be authentic. But sometimes it's it's more complicated than that to actually put authenticity out there and publish it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so kind of our, our overview for today is um, starting with reflection, um, you know, how you can get this authenticity within you and bring it on the outside. The, uh, the step two is don't overthink it and just being yourself and how to kind of overcome those obstacles. And then we have documenting and revising, um, your, your personal brand and how you want to portray yourself on social media. Yeah. And so step one, reflecting, this is essentially taking the time to think about your ideal brand and what it could provide in the future. Mm -hmm. Because when we're thinking of personal brands, um, we want to connect with what we actually like, right? right? We don't want to, we don't want to have these fake connections and (laughs) look a certain way and be a certain way. And then we won't attract the people that we actually want to be around. Right. And so when it comes to this reflection phase, I mean, we want to take some time and say, okay, what is it that I'm really passionate about? What is it that I'm actually good at? Because you can, you know, you can like certain things. Like I've, you know, like acting, but I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I did I did it when I was like six, seven, eight, even when I was 12. And then I was like, wow, this is not my thing. Like it's, you right. know, because some people have that very like, ooh, ooh and they're very yeah. like emotional and musical. And I, I'm just right. not like that. And right. I was like, that's awesome. But right. that's not me. And like for me, like I love, I was just talking to about the city. I love cooking. Like mm-hmm. I would tell you guys all day long about the things I'm making and cooking and baking and I do that once in a while because mm-hmm. it's part of my personality. Right. But it is not a part of my personal brand because it does not fit 
what I'm trying to do with right. my business and with my personal brand, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you can like a lot of stuff, right? You can have a lot of things that you like to do, but with your personal brand, you want to say, what is it that really inspires me? What is it that, that I have knowledge in that I want to read books about that I want to be in that field? Yeah. Um, and, and through this refle- reflection phase, you can learn a lot about yourself. Totally. Because sometimes it's not apparent. Like, this is exactly what I want. Right. I think most times it's not apparent. To, I've struggled with it for years on what to center my focus, my personal brand on. So Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and so, so taking this time to not only realize, I think it's really important for people to realize what they're not good at. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people think of that as a negative thing, but you can narrow down so many things. You know yeah. what I mean? You can say, okay, well, this isn't my thing, but I can surround myself with those kind of people, Yeah. you know, but knowing what your thing is and those things that inspire you are key to the kind of that first step of being authentic with your personal brand, not just putting stuff out there. Right, right. So, um, as far as the reflection goes, um, take some time and write it down. I would say write down what it is that you want to do, what it is that you like. And we usually say break it down to three to five categories of, of those things and, and find out, I think the key here is find out what piece motivates you because you can like sports, but is it talking about sports? Is it writing about sports? Is it you know, yes. talking about the, the players, is it talking about the coaches, is it giving an analysis, All there's a bunch of different sectors within whatever it is that you like. Right. So going through those thoughts, what is it that actually motivates you? And so it's like, this is the part I want to talk about, this is the part I want to think about and focus on. Yeah. And so once you do that, it is very easy to begin overthinking things. Oh, we, we all do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, let's, let's not like, let's make sure we overemphasize how much it is so easy to overthink. Yeah. Because it, when you look at social media, everybody thinks, oh, they just have it together. Look, there's a finished product. They have it together. Yeah. And it's so no. easy to, yeah, it, it's, everybody <laughs> goes through this phase of, oh my gosh, even after you know what you want and you're already being that, you can overthink what you're posting. What if people don't like this? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what if people analyze this? And the biggest thing to remember here is you critique yourself harder than anyone else. Yes. And that is something that has to stop yep. because you will stop yourself from posting specifically authentically when you are afraid of what people might think. And when you are so judgmental of yourself, mm-hmm. because when you critique yourself so hard, you automatically think subconsciously that other people are doing that to you. Exactly. So that's why you don't want to be that. You have to treat yourself better first before you can you can let that pressure off of yourself. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have a huge ego and think you're the best thing in the world, but you have to acknowledge and value that you have knowledge and value to share. Yes. And it's going to be... Not the same as uh, anybody else out there, and that's okay. And in fact, that's what's what makes it good, and that's what makes it authentic. Yes, is you being yourself. <laughs> yes, and I think taking those expectations off of yourself is one of the most freeing things that that you can do. <laughs> Sorry, Doug. Our podcast mascot is Doug. <laughs> um. <laughs> What was I saying? Oh yeah. So being authentic and real with yourself is one of the most freeing things that you can do. And I remember particularly in one of my college classes, 
I was doing a presentation on accounting and I had really good grades in accounting, but it stressed me out. I hated it. I was just one of those subjects where I was like, oh, it's like, I will pay somebody lots of money to do this for my business, you know? And, um, and I remember going through the presentation and afterwards you have to answer questions, right? right? And how you answered the questions was part of the final and that was part of your points. So if you didn't answer them correctly, you know, you would be, you could be penalized on your points. And so I remember, um, I got a question and I had no idea what the answer was. <laughs> and for a second I thought about it and I was like, Oh my God, I don't know. What do I say? And then I just, all of a sudden I just looked up and smiled and I said, that wasn't part of my presentation. That was, <laughs> and, and everybody laughed and I was like, I was like, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I didn't get points deducted, but it was, <laughs> it was because I was saying, Hey, that that's, that's something I don't know. And having that expectation off yourself that you should know everything to be authentic. is not true. Right. You, you just, you are yourself, right. you know? And, um, and I think that's part of what made me so much more free to do things on social media is that I don't have this expectation that I need to be a certain way. Right. Like other people can't dictate that you need to dictate how you want to be, yep. you know? Um, and so with this, uh, especially on camera specifically, since everything is going towards video, right? Mm-hmm. There's such a connection with video and your personal brand. It's huge that you get on video. Right. And I think a big thing is people overanalyze how they look, how they sound and how they feel on camera. Do I look like I'm comfortable? Do I look like I know how to talk? And I think we all hate the sound of our own voice, right? Mm -hmm. Like I hear my voice and I'm like, I'm cringing. Why? Yeah. You're like, why? (laughs) I know every time somebody's like, I'm listening to your podcast and I hear it. I'm like, okay, thank you. (laughs) I'm like, lovely. Yeah. So, you know, everybody does that. We all worry about what, what, what do I sound like when, to other people? What do I look like to other people? But guess what? You know, first of all, that's you. You can't change how you, how you sound or, you know, how you're made. Mm-hmm. And people see that in real life too. So mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, I mean, something with your voice, I used to, that would be something that drove me crazy when I was younger. I used to hate my voice and I'd be like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to whatever. And I realized just like you said, you can't change it. And then it's like, okay, you either, you have a choice to make. Either you want to hate yourself for it or you want to say, guess what? I don't care. And this is part of who I am. And once you come to, to love that part of you and say, you know what, this is who I am. And this is part of my authenticity and you own it. You know, you own those things. Um, and that's part of what makes you entertaining in the first place is those weird, (laughs) funny, goofy qualities that people sometimes obsess over. It's like, you know what I mean? And that might be what makes you stand out to a lot of people too. Yes. Yep. Um, and so the, the final part of overthinking is you're focusing too much on your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. That's something that is very easy to do is you can say, well, I made a video and I'm not sure if I like it because this isn't perfect. Or I I don't look confident enough or, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not a strong speaker. I'm not good at this aspect. And it's like, well, you know what? We all suck at something. We all suck at a lot of things. A lot of things. (laughs) Yes. We all suck at a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I think the key is finding to, I I feel like we live in this culture where you feel like you have to be good at everything. Yeah. You have to be so well-rounded because the appearance on social media is that you are good at everything. Right. And especially when it comes to bigger companies and businesses, they outsource all of their stuff right and they bring it all together in one place but yep. you know but you have those weaknesses for a reason that's why we need other human beings yeah 
and the strengths is what you need to focus on. Yeah. And you know, this is going to be a kind of an odd example, but it's just one that popped in my head and I had to share. So one of the things you saw about companies bringing, you know, outsourcing all these things and bringing everything together to, mm-hmm. to give the image that they give. Um, I'll never forget the lesson I learned the first time I worked on a campaign for Lexus. Mm-hmm. It was for their F sport line. And, you know, we paid a photographer tens and tens of thousands of dollars to spend two days in the studio with one photographer and three assistants and, you know, thousands of dollars of lighting and equipment and mm-hmm. the best cameras money could buy, shot pictures for two days. And then the art directors went in, our art directors, I worked at the agency I worked at, went in and spent dozens of hours editing those photos and then making one composite photo out mm-hmm. of like 12 photos. Okay. Oh my gosh. To get the perfect <laughs> angle, the perfect lighting, the perfect, I mean, it was $50,000 worth of, you know, everything That's going insane. into this one campaign's images. And it looks so simple, you know? And it looks, you. most people never even think twice about how much. So you're never going to be that. Right. <laughs> like, whether it's for your company, like if you're taking pictures or paying somebody a photographer, or you're for your own personal brand, you just have to be authentic. Right. Like, you can't. You can't have those expectations of, right. of like, you know, I have I have a $50,000 budget to do a photo shoot and do the editing and do the whatever. No. Right. Just be you. Yes. <laughs> get some good lighting. Yeah, get some good lighting. <laughs> Make sure you have, you know, distraction-free background. We'll have another episode on that. That's yes. Like, we definitely will talk about how to do some good, you know, photos and videos. But mm-hmm. but don't don't think it has to be perfect and professional. Yeah, it's it's your authentic brand like you said and it's it's how you create the environment to present it, you know? Yeah. So, now that you kind of have hopefully gotten past that mental barrier or you at least know the steps to take to get past there, mm-hmm. how do you start, you know, sharing content out there and posting on social media to show your authentic self? Well, we've said it before. I feel a little bit like a broken record, right? Mm-hmm. Document. <laughs> yes, and I feel like documenting that word is like, I don't know, it's sometimes confusing to people. It's recording what you're doing and what you're thinking about. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple. Yeah, you it's, know? it's sharing, you know, this is what's going on in my business or this is the struggle I'm dealing with this week or, you know, I'm trying to build my personal brand. And so, you know, forgive me if my content kind of changes up while I figure out what's working and what's right. not, you know. I mean, sharing that is documenting. Yeah, it's it's just literally you framing your moments however you want to. I finished yoga class. I'm at the gym. I'm right. what whatever things you want to share. Yeah, including bits of your personal life to give that personality to your personal brand. Yes. And um, you know, hopefully you guys have figured this out from us by now, but having a personal brand does not mean you need to share every private detail of your life, right? Right. Right. <laughs> uh, but it you know, it does mean you need to share personality and personal parts of your life if you don't want to share your kids on social media don't you can just talk about them say you know my you know my kids are busy with school and sports or whatever or my daughter's starting you know a class this art class or you know you can share you can talk about that and not ever share pictures of them if you don't want to right um you don't have to share who you're dating or you know you don't have to share you don't have to share even like if you have a side job that you don't want people to know about you have to share that right but you do have to share pieces of you and of your personality yes. and of your life that give a, an, a complete picture of who you are of yeah. who you are so if you're trying to build a personal brand but you don't have to share private stuff but you do have to share personal or personality personal. yes right so um so when you're documenting 
you know, you, we, you want to be real with your audience about your struggles and more importantly, how you ever overcome or work through them. Yes. You can't just say, I have this struggle and then never. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's that part's huge because that you talking through something that you're going through is people getting to understand your mental process Yeah. of like, what, what are you going to do next? How are you going to figure this out? Well, today I'm going to try this. Today I'm going to take these steps or I'm going to write a list to complete my goals or whatever right. it is, you know. And that makes you more real mm-hmm. and it makes you more relatable, which relatable. is super key because I bet if you're going through some sort of struggles, there are people who watch your content that are going through same or similar struggles or mm-hmm. have been there and maybe they have advice for you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe people will come back six months from now and they'll see that, you know, on your highlights or see that on your feed or, you know, whatever. And they, you will help somebody six months from now with a struggle you're going through right now. Mm-hmm. And then they might connect with you and become a loyal fan and, you know, whatever. Right. So um, it's it's super important to, to share, you know, you have to share every struggle, but if there are struggles yeah. that you're comfortable sharing with your audience um, and that relate to, you know, your area of expertise, mm-hmm. um, if it has to do with your business or, you know, just things like that. I actually have a good example of that, of something that people still ask me about, and I didn't think it was that important. It was um, last year when I was going on a trip – um, I talked about how I get really bad anxiety going on airplanes. Oh yeah. And yeah. And I, I was talking about it in, I did it in a post and I said, I have this problem and I hate that I woke up this morning. I have a plane ride and I have anxiety about being on the airplane and getting sick. And I'm thinking that I'm going to get sick. So if I think that way, then I'm going to get sick. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm working on not thinking that. And I literally just said, I I didn't give an answer. I was just like, this is what I'm trying to do. Right. And I had so many messages, like at least 25 messages of people saying, well, what happened? Like, how did you, how did you figure that out? What, like, did, did it work? And I was like, it worked. I I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to think that it's going to be terrible. And I, I mean, I had somebody two months ago from the post a year ago say, Hey, I saw this post that you had. And how did you get over that anxiety? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, how crazy. Yeah. But that's that's a relatability factor, right? Yeah. That's like a, there's people that struggle with that. So when they see that you're going through that process too, they want to know how you did it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's an excellent example of just how you were able to connect. Those people now probably are more connected to you. Right. And more engaged with your content because that they related to something you went through. Yes. So that's a great example. Um, you also want to be real about good news, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's always share, celebrate as good people love hearing good news. Yes. Um, well, haters are always going to hate, but most <laughs> people love hearing good news. Yes. And by sharing that good news, you're, you're bringing your audience into that and they mm-hmm. can celebrate with you. Yes. Um, and then, you know, updates too, like, hey, like we, and we do this all the time, like, we have, um, we've applied for something, we'll let you know when it happens, and oh, by the way, we're speaking to Startup Week, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So we try to, you know, give you updates on what we're working on and, and where we are at with things we want to do and are trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a good thing, especially when you have a product or service, because a lot of people don't say anything about it until it's a thing, yeah, right. you know? And it's like, if you're giving updates saying, hey, I'm working on this product or service, it's not ready yet, but I don't have it completed yet, but 
here's the stages. Yeah. And then that's that's a huge form of pre-sale when it actually oh, comes. Because yeah. people be, get invested in your product or service before it's ever even launched. Yes. You know, this can be applied to services too. If you're offering a fitness training program or if you're an online course like we're, we're going to be working on or, you know, things like that. Like people hear that story of what's going into the product or service, then they start to buy into it and mm-hmm. like, you know, can get connected to it. And mm-hmm. so when it is ready, they're, uh, you have a very warm lead right there. Right. <laughs> I love it. That's your marketing side. I know. The warm lead. Marketing. Yes. There's hot leads, warm <laughs> leads, you know, tepid, cool. <laughs> There's all the temperatures. I love it. <laughs> but uh, for those of you not in the sales and marketing world, warm leads are a very good thing. There's are people who are already very receptive to what yes. you have to offer. Um, and so sharing those updates, giving documenting the yes. journey of building your businesses, launching that product or service, things like that, mm-hmm. is is going to build your personal brand, and it's also going to help you with sales. Yeah. Um, and then you know what stage are you in with your ideas? So that kind of goes along with the updates. But maybe you just have an idea, and you really some people like to keep quiet until they're actually you know executing on their idea. Mm-hmm. But sometimes putting that idea out there can get people like they could might respond and and share in the excitement with you, and that might help motivate you and push you mm-hmm. to execute, right? Yeah. Or maybe like people might reply and be like, um. This is an issue I see with that. And maybe it could help you refine your idea before you start executing. Or So, that you know, I actually am not always, but a lot of times I do like to share if I have an idea for something I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be something where your audience can really engage with you. And a lot of times you can get that direct feedback of that's a great idea or, you know, I've never thought of that. Mm-hmm. And that will be a good indication to you that you're on the right track too. Right, right. Um, and then, you know, we've talked about this a lot too, but you want to be relatable by sharing, you know, what kind of music are you listening to? What are some habits you have? You know, like we, we're big into drinking our coffee before our podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we share that. Um, you know, some inner jokes or thoughts that you have. Mm-hmm. This is Allison. I feel like you do this every day, right? Your, your diet, your motivational speech is your inner thoughts. But... Yes. It's, that is totally my inner thoughts. And that's the that's the most interesting thing is when people ask me like how do you figure out what to talk about? I'm like this is just what I'm thinking about. And I yeah. the best content, the best authentic content that you can come up with is things that are already inside of you. Yeah. Because you have an unlimited supply of creativity and all you have to do is structure it, format it, whatever it is, you know, into a tangible sentence, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um bring those thoughts outside, but yeah, it's um it's a great way to create authentic content. It's just what are you thinking yeah. about? And you know, kind of going back to the habits thing, like your ramen habit has been one of your most like engaging <laughs> habits, right? Like every so time you post funny. about ramen or food, yes. like you get so many responses and replies and you know whatever. I had somebody from France last week send me a ramen <laughs> section in their store and I'm like this is so cool. And he's like if you ever come to France, Here's the ramen section. Yeah. I'm like, you're the best. <laughs> yeah. And like I for me, it. random things like my night owl like stories or mm-hmm. posts or like my procrastinating because of like, you know, my schoolwork or something like mm-hmm. those are for me, like not necessarily has nothing to do with marketing for small businesses, but it's part of my personality and right. it's something that makes me relatable and people respond to that. Like I get way more response to like the, my night owl posts or my mm-hmm. per- procrastination posts <laughs> often combined together it's midnight and i'm procrastinating on this assignment that's due <laughs> like at the same time <laughs> but at, 
Those are the ones I get like the way more engagement and responses from mm-hmm. because people relate to that. And so, yeah. Um, and then you also can be relatable by sharing other people in your life, right? Sharing, you know, your family or your friends or businesses you, you partner with, um, sharing places like your favorite mm-hmm. restaurants, your favorite coffee shops, your favorite gym, yes, things like that. And then hobbies, like, are you a, you know, a runner? Are you a bicyclist? Are you a, you know, a couch potato? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you love Netflix? Yes. <laughs> um, are you a bookworm? Do you read books a lot? Like sharing those little bits of your life mm-hmm. really make you more relatable. And there will always be a segment of your audience that connects with you even more strongly because you've shared that little piece of your life. Mm-hmm. 100 so that's documenting, right? That's it's, yes. It's not that hard. This was don't overthink. Yes, don't documenting overthink it. Just, either. Yes, just you just say it. Just say what you're doing. This is what's happening right now, fam. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that being said, we're we are not um, encouraging you to spend all day every day sharing everything you do. Right. Bits and pieces, highlights. Yes. Right? Highlights. Yeah. So, um, and then so once you've kind of reflected on who you are, what, you know, what you want to focus on, what you want to share with the world. You have, you know, um, gotten past overthinking and you're actually doing, putting content out there, creating it and putting it out there. You've documented what you're doing. Now you got to take some time to kind of look at it, review it and maybe revise it. Right. Yes. If you're brand new to this world, you might want to take a few weeks of doing all this Mm -hmm. and then, Look at what feedback did you get? Did you, you know, was there certain posts that got a lot more engagement? Were there certain stories that got a lot more views? Was there, or DMs replied to you on them or, you know, um, whatever. Like, how, how does it feel? Does it feel like you? Have somebody you know that you can trust to give you a good opinion, not mm-hmm. an overly critical <laughs> opinion. Ask them to look at your content. Be like, does this feel like me? Right? Yeah. And I think that's a a huge barrier that a lot of people get to because they'll be creating something that might be part of them, but it might not be what they're actually passionate about. And an example of that would be like, I am all into the health world. I read health books. I love, like we were talking about cooking and, you know, all of these things. I know stuff about your digestive system that most people don't care about. But do I like to talk about that on social media? I tried when I first started my personal yes, branding. I remember. Yeah, like I would talk about health. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to make a salad today. And I was so bored. I was like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, I don't want to talk about your gut bacteria to you. Like, I'll write about write it. write a blog post. But yeah. you know what I mean? And so, and, but that's a big part of my life. So understanding that everything that you do is not going to be everything you love to talk about and to share, you know? So that's the important part about experimenting is saying like, did I have fun making that? Did that inspire me? You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So feedback from, you know, your audience, from people you know and love, but also from yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like what gives you energy? Like, did you enjoy documenting Mm -hmm. the health? No, you didn't. So you stopped doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that's what I, when I first started my video marketing, personal branding journey, like almost three years ago on Snapchat is where I originally started I'm seeing now my Snapchat memory, some of those early videos were, and I remember I stopped doing it because I was forcing myself Mm -hmm. to like be a certain way and to cover certain topics. Yes. And I hated it. I was like, this doesn't feel like me. Yeah. And, um, and so I see these videos and I can see myself like on video (laughs) going, I look bored. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Whereas now, like, I'm like, I get on Instagram stories, I'm like, oh, so by the way, I was reading this article and blah, blah, blah. And it's not like a, here's your three tips to Instagram today. <laughs> like, I just yes. actually shared something I learned about and I was work- implementing myself. Yes. Boom. And then now, now I'm being real and I'm being authentic to me. Yes. While still providing value in the area I want to, to my audience. Yes, I so, love it. Um, so once you've kind of reflected on that, you've looked at the feedback you've gotten, then you got to think about, so what did work well and what, what can I expand on? Right. Um, what area should I maybe spend more time and energy on or talk more about? Right. Um, and sometimes things that you do in a video, if you really liked it, you can also do it in a blog post or you mm-hmm. can, you know, share it on YouTube or you can. So as you start to go through this building process, think of what other formats on social media would be possibly receptive to what you're doing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so hopefully that gives you a great, you know, overview and introduction on how to be authentic with your brand. Yes. And, um, you know, we just uh, let us know your questions. (laughs) We know there could be a lot of specific questions on this topic, and this is just a super broad overview of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can certainly dive in deep on a video or another podcast if you guys have more questions on it. Mm -hmm. And um, we're so glad you listened to us again. You're still listening to us. (laughs) (laughs) If you made it to the end. And we hope you can uh, subscribe to us, leave us a rating and review. Oh, yeah. And definitely, definitely connect with us on social media. We love to get to know you guys on social media and connect with you and answer questions there as well if we can absolutely we are creating the letter u online both on facebook and instagram we'll have those in the show notes and then allison k ferno or krista fabric on instagram and facebook and we hope you will join us for the next episode and make it a great day hey